This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And now in the studio with us, live in the studio, we have the father of Brexit. We have Nigel Farouk. Is that just I say it right, Nigel? Well, Farage, Garage Farage, is better, but you know, I don't mind. Farage. It's just don't, good to be here, John. I'm not going to call you late for dinner, that's all. <laughs> Tell us, what the heck is going on in Great Britain? Is, is the economy coming back? Uh, have you, uh, is everything going okay? Well, we're in the last eight of the World Cup football, or soccer as you call it here. That's good news. That's yes. really good news. We're playing the old enemy France on Saturday, so that's exciting. And by the way, well done, America. Getting to the last 16, getting a draw against us. America played very, very well. That's the good news. Uh, the less good news is the Conservative government, well, they're nominally called Conservative, has become high tax, big state, anti with little guy. They're putting up taxes on small business. They've not deregulated. Our productivity, I mean, you know, grab hold of this. Our productivity is lower than France. Well, I didn't think anybody in France ever worked after lunch, so we must be getting something very badly wrong. No, we're not doing well. Uh, we voted for Brexit, for supply-side reform, for free markets, and the Tories have failed to deliver it. So the economics of things are a bit depressing, to be honest. Wow. What else do you think the American people should know? I mean, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I welcome you here to New York. I'm good to, glad to see you. And Great Britain... Uh, uh, after 1776, we've been great friends. Well, 1812 was a slight hiccup as well. Um, but we'll kind of forget about that, shall we? I mean, look, the truth of it is, for the last hundred years, we've been side by side. On in, everything. In, in pretty much everything. Culturally, our countries are now closer than they've ever been before, whether it's music, art, literature. John, can I ask you a question about Harry and... Uh... Uh, well, I tell you what, they've moved to America, and my view is you can keep them. <laughs> Are you still paying them? Uh, well, we're not really. Uh, no. Um, they, did they know, get an inheritance from the Queen? They did get an inheritance from wow. the Queen. They did. Um, is it public? But they're, No, the number's not public. But, hey, they're not grateful, are they? They're doing their best to destroy the royal family. The level of disrespect... They showed that woman in the last two years of her life. And when, and when Philip was on his deathbed is disgusting beyond belief. In Britain, their popularity is now down to 10 to 15 percent. Uh, Meghan Markle. Meghan, Meghan, Meghan particularly, but Harry not far behind. Prince Andrew is even more unpopular. But wow. Jeff, wow. Well, well, Jeffrey Epstein has a bit to I do would with think that. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can rule it. No, they're not loved at all. In America, what they've had is first mover advantage. They've got their side of the story out before the royal family have been able to fight back. And I think for the first time ever, I think William, uh, not the king, the king has to stay above this, but I think William and Kate have to start fighting back. The most disgusting allegation is that the royal family were racially prejudiced against Meghan Markle. John, it is not true. She had a, literally a fairy tale princess wedding. Uh, the country took to her. They loved her. She's now turned against the country. She's turned her husband against the very institution that's made him what it is. And 
uh, this narrative that somehow the Queen and Prince Philip and, and everybody else is racist. I can't think of a woman who did more for black people around the world than the Queen over 70 years, head of the Commonwealth, touring Africa, Asia, doing her best to help black and Asian communities. It is an absolute disgrace. Too many, it seems to me, particularly well, on the West Coast of America. If you told me you were in New York and, uh, and you said, oh, I have a cocktail party, I want you to come meet the prince. Yeah. I'm not going to go. No, well, you may not, but many do, because it sounds cool. But I think the American public will tire of them before too long. Ni- I hope so. Nigel what? Farage, what is the motive? Because I was watching a little bit of the trailer of her video, and she's mm. crying, and she's saying she's been victimized, and they're comparing her. She wants to compare herself to Princess Diana and says they don't want it to happen again. But what is her motive? Is this just attention? Money, money, money. Just money. Yes, it's money. That's what it's all money about. Money and fame. Money and fame, uh, but it's a dangerous game. She even compared herself to Nelson Mandela. Oh, my I, God. I mean, what is this woman on? Right. Um, and I'm afraid, Harry, um, how can I put this about a member of our royal family? Not the sharpest tool in the box, I think, is the best way we can describe it. He's been led by the nose. <laughs> they are now willfully trying to destroy the royal family. We cannot allow it to happen. You know, that big interview that she did with Oprah Winfrey, there were 17 factual errors in that interview alone. The whole thing is based on a lie And I just want William, particularly William, now to start fighting back. The market's America. They've given up with the UK. The people hate them. The market's America. That's where the money is, and people deserve to know the truth. I remember she had said something to the effect of her child. Somebody had said in the royal family said something about the color of the child's skin when it was born or something. But then she wouldn't say who, which led me to believe that the story was not true. Uh, She she hasn't named anybody. uh, and, And frankly... You think about it. You tell me of a couple that have had a baby, but there's not been speculation about the hair color, the eye color. Even if this was said by a senior member of the royal family, it was not said with any malice at all. Think about this. The trailer for this Netflix documentary was released at exactly the same time that they were William and Kate were in Boston. That shows you how much malice is involved. So look, look into your crystal ball. You said the, the people in Great Britain have come to their own conclusions. They're down to 10, 15 percent. In three years uh, hence from here, what does that situation look like? What does that relationship look like? And what about the relationship between the United States and this couple? Uh, there is no question in my head that the breach of faith, the breach of trust will not be mended between Meghan, Harry and the British people. It's gone, it's done, it's over. At the minute, they do enjoy some popularity here, particularly on the West Coast, where all the lovers seem to think they're marvellous and where the victimhood game has become oh so fashionable. I think the Americans will tire of them. At least I hope they do. You were mentioning before that culturally we are also on the same path because you do see this dichotomy here in the United States where we're trying to fight against this whole woke culture. Is that also what is happening in the UK? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, look, you know, we gave you some good things over the years. You've given us some good things over the years, but you've given us woke and we're not happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) We want to see it crush. Hey, I mean, look, the whole point about democracy, the whole reason our forebears made the sacrifices they did is so we could have free speech and liberty, and those things are now directly under attack. How strong will the monarchy be after this? Well, the monarchy actually is very, very strong. Uh, I mean, clearly the Queen was an astonishing human being, respected all over the world. Charles has made a pretty good start. As long as he stays out of politics, stays out of global warming and some of those pedicures, 
Uh, I think we'll be okay. I don't think the attempt by Harry and Meghan to wreck the monarchy is going to succeed. At least I pray not. Wow. Well, we shall see what will happen. Tell us, uh, what else do you think the American people would uh, enjoy hearing about uh, what's going on in Great Britain, what's going on in the European community? Well, I think, you know, Britain broke free of the European community. We We haven't taken full advantage of it. But mark my words, and I know there are tens of millions of people in America descended from different European countries. That European project isn't going to work. National sovereignty is coming back. And the one thing we've learned from the Ukraine war is that actually national interest, looking after your own interests in your own nation, is back in fashion. The Fra- I, me and you spoke about that. The French want to be French. The Greeks want to be Greeks. The Italians want to be Italians. And the U.K., I understand that the number of uh, Brits, the original uh, English Brits, is down to like 47 percent or something like that. Well, look, there are people disenchanted that Brexit's not delivered more. But when you ask them, would you now reverse your vote? Only one in 20 say they would. So we're not leaving the European Union. The status quo is that we've left. And I promise you, I'll sit here in the studio with you in years to come. And the whole European project would have fallen to pieces. Countries, nation state, identity, borders, these things matter. We're coming up on a break. Uh, thank you, Nigel, for uh, you. coming in and, and telling the American people what the heck is going on over there. And uh, we, we, need, we need you. Whenever you're in New York, you, this is your home away I'd be home. happy to come and God save the king. God save, <laughs> God save the king. Uh, and... Uh, Thank you all, and we're going to be coming back after the break. And during the break, we're going to have Lou Dobbs to tell us what the heck is going on in the financial markets. And then after that, uh, we have Frank Silla. And uh, we had a great Tunnels to Towers event on Friday, and we're going to talk about it. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.